1: Hey, hey, all. Oh. Hey, hey, all. Oh. This one is explicit. Hello, Jessica. What's
0: up, Elsie?
1: Oh my gosh, did you disappear already?
0: What are you talking about?
1: Okay, because you went. What's up? The-? And then no, that's oh, all I I'm heard. here. I'm here. Okay, good. Here we go. Oh my gosh, after the first train wreck, we are back. (laughs) Back
0: and ready for action because we did not do so well the first time. and It's mostly my fault.
1: (laughs) We went off on a 40 minute tangent. Huh? I'm so sorry. That's all right. It's it's my fault. It's good. I was just like, all of a sudden, I was like, oh, this is cool. And then I thought, oh no, our people are going to be like, is this a podcast about what is this about?
0: I thought she was going to be really mad. I thought maybe you would be mad.
1: Oh, no, it wasn't me that I was just thinking about our listeners. I just thought, you know, 40 minutes in and not why? having just started. Why? Why? Right. <laughs> it would just be a little bit crazy. So,
0: just why? Why do that to them or anybody, really?
1: Really? Because of their time. So, this time we're going to get to it. This is going to be way. the most focused episode is it? you've ever really? heard. Really? I think. Truly? Well, not
0: Not so far, but yes, I think it will.
1: Okay, good. Oh, my God. All right. So let's get on this boat. This is a cool episode because we have it's all topical. It is totally topical, and um, you know, like a cream, is, like a, <laughs> like a topical cream that's going to get really deep into your system, so that you could really understand what's going on in podcasting right now.
0: It's going to heal your thirst for knowledge.
1: Yes, it is and uh so yeah Can't so wait. we're starting here it's february 1st yay woohoo that's we're not awesome. even gonna address
0: snowmageddon because that's why we screwed up in the yeah first we did place, it was
1: but- it was um, uh, it's still tough over here on these parts it was tough for you i think can we can it's we tough say for that me, tough for you let's just sum
0: it up with this snow snow it snowed and it but was actually
1: lot. we need like this we need we have to go snow and then quiet dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. that that yeah. that was that was basically it
0: Yes. It snowed and it was crazy. Okay. Was crazy. So anyway, yes. Moving on.
1: So therefore, we were all late and now more snow and people sick. Anyway. Oh, so we have resources. I, I found a couple little things that I was just like, this seems like it's very, very cool. So this is something that just came into my radar from an article from thenextweb.com, which I will link in the show notes is how I found out about it. It is called Zcast. And it's Z, capital Z, capital C, asked. Uh, it's an app for iOS. And it's basically like Periscope, but audio. You guys missed it because we were using it while we
0: were train wrecking and nobody listened.
1: And nobody listened, yeah. But we tr- we tried to do it uh, live and on the go. And, and I, it worked. We got there. But, but then yeah. I couldn't figure out how to turn the volume down. And there was like reverb coming into my ear. And it was kind of crazy. And nobody showed up. Not that it matters because we didn't even... Doesn't matter, but Tell I will everybody. say it's different
0: from Periscope in the fact that the first time I turned on Periscope, I had watchers immediately. Same with Blab, immediately. This is the first time I've turned on a live thing and and had nobody there.
1: Well, it probably because it's new, so so very new. So yeah, it's um so basically you sign into you you download the app ZCast. And it's tightly integrated with Twitter. So you basically, you know, just exactly like Periscope or everything else, you can just sign in. As soon as you get in there, you add people to the conversation by tagging them with their handle. So Jessica couldn't find me. But when I was in there, when I put at Jess Kupferman, she was there. And it was very easy to have her be part of the conversation. It was immediate. There's also listeners who can comment on the conversation and all that kind of fun stuff. Um, Tests and things like that test with the app were f- fun to see exactly who was listening so that was really cool you can interact with them so but these are the problems and i know that jess has a little a bit of an issue with some of these but it seems like zcast version 1.0 is a is uh has some things that are missing uh it's live only so you can't listen back which is kind of weird so after the podcast is finished it's like gone
0: I think that's sucky i'm not going to
1: and it seems like this feature will be added soon Kind of. And Mm. then the other big thing is that there's no way to opt out of the automatic tweets when you go live with a podcast. So, which I noticed, as soon as we signed up, immediately there was a tweet that went out from my account. And there was a tweet, and I tagged Jessica. So, even she doesn't have a chance to opt out. Yeah. So, there was that. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It was
0: annoying. But I do think it would be fun if, like, they can get their Paddles together.
1: Yeah, it would be Doing really right. fun. I'd love to check it out and see how we can kind of do both because, me too. yeah. So, so there's that. And then while we're addressing some of these tech things, I want to clarify something. So, I got a, some feedback from Daniel Lewis from the Audacity to Podcast, where you can find him over at the audacity to podcast.com. And he told me, you know, ScreenFlow can record. Computer audio, because I was saying that I had a hard time doing my GarageBand tutorial when I was doing tutorials where it didn't capture the audio inside of ScreenFlow, and I think this also happened when I was doing the Skype tutorial with you, Jess. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, I was teaching, you know, the women how to make a uh, a call using eCam call recorder, and everything was being recorded. But for whatever reason, when I played back that audio, the your part was missing. So mm. you, you were not heard. You could see it all. And it was the same thing that happened in GarageBand. The GarageBand audio, you could not hear it either. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of annoying. And then I, I tinkered with it and I figured out the fix so that it would do it. But there, it's not simple. So the reason I'm, I'm coming back to this is because I was mentioning that loopback, which I have not played with, should make it a little bit easier. Kind of, I guess. Although it could be even more complicated. So if you just have ScreenFlow, you can do this. But what's cool about loopback is that the other person can hear it.
0: Yeah. So
1: that's... Right. Right. I know this is riveting conversation for you. But thank you, Daniel, for letting me know. And I'm just clarifying that you can in ScreenFlow can record the sounds in your computer but you do have to go into more system settings possibly the system settings or the app settings to see where the audio is being um kind of like the output i believe is is what you have to set but i i can't um give you advice right now because i completely forgot what i did to make it work so really i totally forgot yeah oh dear so there's that and then we have some podcasting events so jess where are you going to be very soon (laughs) Just around town. I'm going to be at. Just around town. That needs a jingle.
0: (laughs) Okay. I'm going to be at PodFest Tampa, PodFest Florida. I forget what it's called, but um, I'm going to be there. I believe it's podfest.us, but let me make sure what the website is. It is. Um, It is
1: called Florida PodFest and you can find it at podfest.us.
0: Podfest.us. I'm speaking about, guess what? sponsors and advertisers and i'm going to be talking about how small podcasts any size podcast really can get a sponsor or an advertiser much like many of the people who have bought my course in the shop have already done some of them within a week of doing the download it's a that's a mozzing
1: that's a mozzing and they have but here's the thing though they did the work
0: Yes, they made a nice media kit and they read all the stuff and they educated themselves about what they need, yep. how they're going to manage it. Yes,
1: correct. Yep.
0: They did the work. It so don't think take it's work. like a pill.
1: You don't just like get it and all of a sudden, whoo, I have a sponsor. No, no you, you got to and you have to hustle. You have to go get yourself a sponsor. It doesn't just get it for you. So anyway, but anyway, Florida PodFest is uh, February 25th through the 27th. What, what day are you speaking? I believe the first day. The first day I'm is speaking. for beginners, I believe. It's on yeah, Thursday. Yeah, I'm doing a
0: little bit of 101 action. Okay, that's got my, it. That's my. That's pretty cool. Yeah, sweet. So I'm right. Yeah, that's pretty neat. Oh. Life, is good. Everything Life is, is good. Life is good. Life is good. And
1: right in the same time, which is kind of weird, like basically right below before that, if you're going crazy with the podcasting stuff, I found this event that's going on in Brooklyn, New York, and it is Diversity in Public Radio and Podcasting. This is going down on February 24th in New York.
0: Super uh, wishing I could go to I that. know.
1: And the event is free. Yay! So this but is the... Being- no- but
0: what? not the trip to New York. That but is not, not the trip to
1: New York. To New York, yes, of course, that's not free. But there's uh, this is from Brickhart's Media. Media. So uh, this is what's going on with that as a part of their ongoing effort to amplify the voices of the Brooklyn BRIC. is proud to announce the diversity in public radio and podcasting talk. And the panelists that are going to be there are Brittany Luce and Eric Eddings from the podcast Four Colored Nerds. Carolina Guerrero, Radio Ambulante, Nadia Raymond said that. from StoryCorps, and Latino USA. I love Latino USA. Daisy Rosario, Latino USA, Mitra Caboli, The Heart, Haven Negatu, and Tracy Clayton, Another Round. So that's going to be really, really fun. Can't
0: believe you just said the C word.
1: They did? <laughs> what
0: did I say? colored
1: nerds i know well that's what they're. that's what they're called i know that's the point but it still makes me uncomfortable i know well that yeah that's totally what the the podcast is called i know that's kind of crazy that's kind of well you know they people are gonna have to say it so yeah oh i don't i don't have to like it yeah true so um next so wait. yeah
0: so florida podfest diversity in public radio is there another one
1: i no. don't believe are that you're not that- done talking
0: about that one i'm sorry
1: no 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 that is oh, that you is are it done so that, that's all. That's all. Also,
0: for those of you who are on the Mid-Atlantic region, I know this is a while off because it's not until September, but the tickets are really cheap to come to Podcast Mid-Atlantic and it's going to be right around the corner from me and I'm and I'm one of the keynote speakers there. It's September 9th and if you go to um, PodcastMidAtlantic.com, the tickets are super low right now um, and it's in a hotel and you can stay in the hotel and it won't be expensive and it's right near Philly and we'll hang out. And it'll be really good. Joe Pardo is putting it on. He was a DJ. And last year, even though it was really small, it was so fun. He had pinatas and like games and stuff. And he, he's the most generous dude. He feeds you breakfast. He feeds you lunch. He's the greatest. Joe, last year he had like a meetup at his house after. That's it was amazing.
1: Nice. Super, it was, super nice. So
0: we're trying to, we're actually sponsoring. Actually, I didn't even tell you. i so we're sponsoring it. You we're said helping. that last
1: time and I was like, did she, what did she mean by that? But I, you it know, it means I, that I, I I'm, forgot. it
0: means that I'm helping him with um, some of the branding stuff in exchange for sponsorship. Oh, so sweet. I'm gonna be, That's awesome. I'm going to be helping with some of the marketing Good. stuff and the sponsorship stuff in exchange for a sponsorship. So she podcast is one of the sponsors and I would really like to see you. People caught last year. People came from like Georgia and Florida, and Dave Jackson is coming again, and he's going to speak. And people come from
1: I think Maine and stuff. Just come, it'll be really fun. Very, very Th- good. I like K, it. Thanks.
0: Kay, thanks. Bye. Kay, thanks. Bye.
1: Kay, thanks. Uh, well, speaking of conferences, though, we have a little bit of a bring in our our first sponsor of the episode in. Let's chat some boss Jack. So oh, speaking of conference stuff, so this time it really isn't about us. It's about a little shout out to another she podcaster, the awesome Nicole Abood. She is from the Gen Y lawyer and she has the coolest subtitle discovering the why of the law and why is the letter Y
0: like Gen Y get it. I
1: know. And then, but see the Gen Y lawyer is Gen Y as in the word. Y lawyer yes, and then cleverish. the Y of the law. Anyway, that's, Brilliant, dude. That's, like, like so cool. Thing. I don't know why, you know, it's because I've never seen it written down. But anyway, you can find her over at JenYLawyer.com. And why it would be the letter Y, not the word Y. So, JenYLawyer.com. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That was <laughs> very confusing. Oh my but anyway, she tweeted out, Funny. at she Podcast, just downloaded at Boss Jock App Junior and tested it out. Can't wait to use it at my law conference next weekend. Thanks for the wreck. So, she tweeted this out, like, a few days ago. So, I'm assuming that... When this goes live, she had just she has just been to this conference, which is probably happening right before this is out, the end of uh, January. So keep us updated, Nicole. So if you listen to this episode, feel free to send us some of the audio that you captured at the Law Conference just for fun because we love it and we would love to hear it. And if any others of you are using Boss Jock out there and you want to send a snippet of your audio that you created, send it over and we will give we'll you a We'll do it. our
0: endorsement and – endorse you at the yeah, same time. I know. It's a win, 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 win,
1: win. Win, win for everybody. So you'll get a chance to know and Hello? for us to kind of like talk about you. So that'll yeah. be really fun. Yay. All right. So we have Yay. the, here's a community question and this is from Melissa Toller. She's an almost she podcaster, almost because she hasn't quite launched yet. And she posted, she actually posted on our page first. Our page is like, yeah, our page is like crickets. Our page is so... Desolate. Which is guys who are listening it's like our page, desert. please? Well, it doesn't matter if they it, like it. We don't I really don't even engage of it. We don't even I, engage over it. I education. plan
0: on it, but I would like someone to listen also. I that mean, is yes, true. I do want to engage on it. I
1: All right. Do. So anyway, she posted there, but then she came into the group and then she got a lot of responses. So anyway, she said, hey, ladies, first time poster, long time lurker. I would love to start a podcast this year, but I fear that it would be yet another thing on my already packed to-do list. I'm a body image coach and writer. I've had a blog for four years, but I'd like to get my message out using my actual voice. So tell me, how did you make podcasting work for you? Thanks. There's your question. (laughs) What do you think?
0: Are you asking why? Yeah,
1: I'm asking you first. So for a newbie like that, you know, she's, she feels that she has a lot on her plate, which I think it's a, it's a pretty, pretty strong question that a lot of us have. We have all this stuff going on. Now we're adding this puppy to the mix. What's up with that?
0: You know, I was being interviewed recently. I don't remember by who. And somebody asked me this question. How do you fit it in? How do you maybe it, who? I don't know who it was. I'm, I can't tell you who it was. But I mean, it was Claire Peltro. Um, and her new season of what's her show? Get paid, They get Who, paid podcast. I just want to tell you. Yeah, Claire, Claire, Claire Pelletro. Mm-hmm. Anyway, how do you fit it in? And the answer is you don't fit it in. You either have a calling. You either must podcast or you must not podcast. There's that's no good. In, there's no in between. There's no oh, it just seems like one more thing to do. If that's what it is, don't bother. Leave it to the people who are itching and burning to start their own show, hear their own voice through a mic, have the earphones, host the thing. I mean, like I couldn't not do it. I was as soon as I had the idea that I was going to have a podcast, all other items halted until it was done. Yeah. Until I had the branding, until I had the format, until I knew who I was talking to, until I had some guests. I didn't even have systems. I was drowning in email. I did not care. I had my own show. Life was happy. So if it's one of those things where like uh, it's just one more thing to do. And, and a lot of you, a lot of you have this where you're just like, I want to, but then don't just don't. Just focus on your Facebook page, focus on your email, focus on your blog, focus on the stuff you're already doing and make it really, 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 really great because there are enough people out there who have to have a show. You must. And those are the people that I think
1: they have that burning for a reason. Yep. I completely agree. I think. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think it's fantastic. Fantastic. And here, here's the thing. Like there's people who like, um, oh, my gosh, I completely forgot her name. Who? What did she do? Danielle Laporte. Oh my gosh. Oh. Okay. Anyway, Danielle, I know cuz she was so into my, I'm I was like, like oh. what? Danielle Laporte, I forgot her name. Okay. So Danielle Laporte is kind of like kind of famous. Like she's got a really great online presence. She's got kind tons of. of like social media engagement. I mean, she's got she's got going on, man. She's 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 into the movement stuff. Meaning movement as in she moves people. People do what she says. Here here's what I love about her. I, I, at least as of now, I don't know, maybe you can start searching just because you really love to search while I'm talking. Fine to see if she has a podcast or not because I don't think she does. But she does do a lot of audio. She does showcase her voice. She creates audios and she shares them with her list. She shares, shares them on her social media. She shares all that stuff and people can hear her voice. But yeah. she's not doing a podcast. So if you want to get into semantics, you know, basically podcasting for the most part is something that you can subscribe to, kind of like the blogs that you perhaps follow. Like there are certain things that like if you think about podcasting as Twitter, it's like something that you're following. You're following somebody and then you get all their updates. That's sort of like what podcasting is. And for the most part, it's an ongoing thing. Like you can keep going. You can have a podcast series where it only has a set amount of episodes, which is great, too. You can consider doing something like that. And just keep promoting that. But really, if, if it's about connecting and, and getting your message out, using your actual voice, what I would suggest, too, is perhaps start to do it. Perhaps start to create. Don't think of it as a podcast, like something that you have to continue doing. Think about it as creating bits of audio for your people sharing it with them on your website on your newsletter maybe using a little bit like we're using soundcloud a little bit to you know upload a few audios in there they do have a free plan although you you know if you continue doing it you're going to have to end up paying but if you're just sharing like a couple of little things like that do it see if you like it and then if if you feel that you can sustain it and if you're getting back like a lot of feedback from your people, then you can really follow the steps to create a proper podcast. You can create, you know, your RSS feed, you can get a, a proper host like Lipson or Blueberry or Spreaker that are pretty steady. You can do it that way. Then you can submit it into iTunes and you don't have all the pressure that comes with that. Or the I think that it's a Pressure that you feel—that's not really true. But you know, you can try it that way, especially if you're trying to figure out how to make podcasting work for you, and you're not so itching like you don't have to. Because it's just—I'm just like Jess too. It's like I will—I have to. In some way, I have to get behind the mic. And I was just thinking, like, if we didn't have she podcast, or if I wasn't doing the feed, or if I wasn't doing anything else. I would probably pick up Elsie's yoga class and start that up again. And if I couldn't do that, I would probably just get behind the bike and start doing something else.
0: I'd probably have a YouTube show. I mean there's – there's, yeah, you would have to do something or I'd be speaking more or I'd be doing this or that. I mean I'm surprised that you – I'm surprised you're even encouraging her to start to be honest.
1: Yeah, well, the reason is because I'm not even encouraging her to get a show together. I'm encouraging her to – her because what she said is I've had a blog for four years – but I'd like to get my message out using my actual voice. She can do that. She can do a couple of recordings here and there and share it with her people.
0: I mean, she did write love in all caps. I would love to start a podcast this year and it's capitalized. So I right. feel like there's some burning in there. Yeah. She'd like to get it out using her actual voice. And let me tell you, when you do, Melissa, it makes a huge difference with your audience. Like you have no idea. You connect with them so much more with your own speaking voice than you ever could on a blog,
1: ever. Absolutely. But I
0: really get nervous when I see like, oh, it's just another thing and I have so much to do already. Well, you have to create systems so that your to-do list is maybe less packed or outsource something so that your to-do list is less packed because podcasting is not free. It can be cheap and or free, but it's it's not free if you're a business person with a lot going on because you can't do everything. Well, you can no. do lots of things half-assed, but you can't do everything well. You need help. So, if you must, then you should and then find you just you just fit it in, you give away the stuff you don't want to do, the scheduling, the automation, whatever stuff is um mindless and repetitive, give it to someone else so that you maybe are just the talent, give the editing or the upload just whatever, give whatever away part of it that you can so that you can do it without having it be such a time suck because if you're doing it all yourself it's going to add like 200 things to your to-do list right? I mean it does. It does. If you do it properly.
1: It does. Yes, it absolutely it absolutely does and it takes up a lot. So you're going to have to either make those choices that Jessica said or really or really take a step back meaning don't make it that big of a deal and do it the way that you want to do it in the way that you want to do it so that you don't feel the pressure.
0: I like the idea of little bits of audio because you'll at least feel like empowered by it or if you find yourself procrastinating, then it's not the right thing.
1: Totally. And then that way you can start to practice. You can practice getting all the tech out of the way. You can practice all that stuff because there really is a difference between you doing your work, meaning getting behind the mic and being really great at getting your thoughts out you know, verbally and planning your content versus marketing a podcast, promoting a podcast—that's a that's a whole other side of your brain, and it you know it, it could be bigger than the actual creating p- content part. Now, it could also dupe it. So, if you have really killer content, sometimes marketing it isn't going to be that big of a deal because you're going to get people who are going to love your stuff, and. That's it. Right. So it depends on how you want to do it. Again, my suggestion is to start getting your voice to your people. See how they respond to what you're doing. That's actually what uh, Barry Tesler Linden did when she was she just started a new podcast called The Art of Money. And she didn't really think she was going to be doing like a podcast as in like forever or more of. Uh, And she found that. You know, her husband and her created this little podcast. He's been working very hard for us, has been working very hard to create a really stellar audio piece. And her, her community has re- responded so, so positively to it that they sort of were like, oh, OK, well, I guess this is a proof of concept basically for them because it was a lot of work. And they wanted to see what the community thought. And then after they put that out, then people were like, oh, my God, we want more. And so they went, oh, OK, well, then we're going to be doing more of this. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like they went out for they, they actually did a really, really soft lunch. In fact, they didn't really focus too much on the launch because they were launching a course. And that's what they were doing. you were using the podcast to help sell a course, The Art of Money. That's what they were selling. They were, they were not promoting the podcast. It was They were using a podcast as a promotion tool. And it turned out to be that people were so into the pod, the audio that they created that they're like sort of like wanting more. And a lot more yeah. resonance happened through that. So there's that. which, And again, I mean, yes, they did put it in iTunes and all that stuff. But the majority of people that are consuming their content are people in their newsletter. That's how it started. People right. that they are already following them on their Facebook page. So it, it was really about... Having their community respond to the voice so you can test it out that way and not say, like, oh, I'm launching a podcast. Yay. Just put here's, here's a piece of audio. I have something to say and I could not write it down. You're going to have to listen. Yeah. yeah. I that? love
0: Bari. Yep.
1: Yeah. It was it's really good. It, you guys should check it out. The Art of Money. It's a beautifully done piece. And uh, hats off to Forrest Linden for working so darn hard because you'll hear, when you hear that, you'll hear that it's work. You'll hear. <laughs> The quality and the time that goes into it. I believe it takes him a week to do one episode. Oh, to just edit it. Just editing the thing. Yeah. So, anyway. All right. So, there's that. Did now, you... moving on. What? Yeah. No, did you hear um, John adding the crickets to our last episode? I know. He's hilarious. Yeah, there was a part where we had crickets. We, In fact, so we had crickets, crickets right before this when we were pausing. <sighs> <laughs>
0: Yes, yes, we did. And so
1: that made me laugh because I love finding the random little things that he adds in there because because um, that's amazing. So we're talking about John, our editor at mm-hmm. audio Dot com. Dot com. So, yeah. And then you went on his show, Jessica. Is this right?
0: I went on his show and I think I might be his co-host now. Okay, good. Well, there's that. Um, I didn't... I can say on here, but I didn't exactly promote the first episode I was on only because I had some drama with the snow, some family drama because we were all snowed in together and I talked about it a lot on the, on his show. And so because of that, I had to like hide it from everyone that lives here. So they don't know that I said what all the drama was. But next time I'm totally going to, and I'm telling everyone now, please check out tobehonest.libson.com. That's where the show is. And it's called the to be honest podcast. And we talked about. Well, the title is Snowblower, Zebra Cakes, and a String Bean. Oh, my. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And it's really cool. And actually, he and I are like, I mean, as close to neighbors as podcasters can be because he lives like 20 minutes um, over the bridge into Jersey and I'm in Delaware and it's Jersey, Delaware, and PA are technically like the, quote, tri-state area. So, um, yeah, like we could totally run into each other at a Phillies game if I ever went or cared if I ever sported or sports. But sports is... So
1: anyway, he sports it's-
0: we're like neighbors. So he had a shit ton of snow as well. And um, I don't know. It's just he's a fun guy and so funny.
1: Awesome. So there you have it, yeah. guys. Isn't Sorry. that it's going to be really fun because I'd love for you guys such to listen editor, to Jess.
0: Such a good editor, too. Is he funny or what? He's <laughs> such a good editor. He's don't so we good. sound amazing? <laughs> That's my that's my a thing That's A-malling. your like new
1: thing. You just said that at the beginning. I had to copy you too. I was like, "What did she just uh, say?" And then I'm like, "Oh, amazing, but said weird, but fancy, but fancy." It's kind of like what is that book with the Fancy Nancy? How she like loves to use those big huge words. You know about Fancy yes. Nancy? Yes, yes. All right, of course. course, right. What do I look like? All right, I know. Well, you you know, it's been a while since you had a girl that was little. I don't know how long, long the Fancy time. Nancy books have been out, so. That's true. That's what I'm saying.
0: I didn't I, I don't think she read them. She actually hated reading until she was 12 and then she just started reading beat poets like some psycho. Oh. <laughs> That's cool. That's kind of I mean, neat. she only reads like Kerouac and Allen Ginsberg, like the two most self-absorbed, self-centered, drunken idiots on the planet. <laughs> but like as a kid, Bridge to Terabithia, Beverly Cleary's, Ramona and Beasus, Forget it. I had three heads if I ever suggested Harry Potter. Oh, my God. Oh, my
1: gosh. How funny.
0: I know. She's such a character.
1: Anyway. <laughs> Beat Anyway. So we have um, another kind of topic here that we're going to be getting to. We, I came across some advertising data stuff that was out there. It's over at Meanwhile, Awesome. Meanwhile, I've
0: been hoarding it. I don't want anyone to see it.
1: I oh, know is that what you were for- doing?
0: months and I haven't told interview. anyone. I never showed it to you. Yes, of course. Because oh. I mean, well, for lots of reasons. I mean, cause I'm, I've been helping a lot of people with sponsors and advertising and this site is kind of like a, Hey, here's why you should advertise on
1: NPR. Right. Okay. So here, here's the thing. So let me, yeah, it's like kind of like that, but let's, let's talk well, about there's two things. the You're website. we are
0: actually doing awesome. Dot, oh, go ahead.
1: Yeah. yeah go awesome.midworld.com.
0: There's two though. Let okay. me go to that one because I'm. there's another one that you don't have on here called podcastyourmessage.org. Oh. Go to that one too. Let me go to okay. awesome.midroll though. Very interesting. I should have sent this to you before. I don't like to surprise you with articles d- mid-tape. Mid-tape. And yes, I say tape. Get oh, over I it. Oh, I see. So they're different.
1: Yeah, they're a little different, but it's about kind of like the same.
0: Podcast Your Message is by NPR. Midroll okay. did their own called awesome.midroll.com. And- it's mostly stats. It's pretty cool. Oh, you know what? They, they just redid this. I haven't seen this one in a while.
1: Yeah, it looks the like it's says... big
0: picture. They surveyed 168,500 listeners. Whoa. To find out who they are, what they do, how they spend their money. Wowzers. Well, we found out they're super white. <laughs> so you guys yeah, so are they have white.
1: Like, yeah, they have a lot of stuff. So iTunes, Oh, increasing mobile... Oh, you guys are going to have to check that out. So, podcastyourmessage.org and then is it awesome.midroll.com yeah, so that po- you guys could see some stats? I kind of really yeah. like this podcast, Your Message thing. It looks really it's cool. really good. It's very it's really nice. Good. I like it, it a lot better than the midroll one.
0: It's kind of like a giant web based slideshow. Yeah. And they have three sections. First, podcasting one on one, where they explain what the ballcasts a podcast is. And then who's podcasting and then who's listening. Then you move on to the NPR difference, which has long been the entertaining journalism business produces expertly done shows that are available in podcast form. And often it dominates the genre.
1: Oh, yeah. Okay.
0: Okay. And then then they go on to sponsorship that works and why sponsoring on – NPR specifically is a good idea. Yeah. So mid-roll is different because they're just trying to tell you like all about podcast listeners and not necessarily – I mean they are still
1: They're still selling mid-roll. it dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the bottom, they're still selling it.
0: Yeah, but I still think it's important. They're both good and important.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, they have – it's really – they've got a lot of data here. And, the, I, and even now, look, check out this bit of information. 33%. This is thirty three percent, keep that number in my head. Public media podcasts make up a third of iTunes top one hundred. That's hardcore. What now? One more time? That I have, public I, don't, I need to see it in my head. I know. Public media podcasts make up a third of iTunes top one hundred. Public that's, media as an NPR? As an NPR, yeah. Okay. Or public media W N Y C, you know, like all of those podcasts that are that's thirty three percent of all those top one hundreds are these professional shows, which is kind of mind blowing. So anyway, the the reason that we want to talk about this is because, well, just to have you guys see what people are doing to sell podcasts, because it seems like Jess, you you were telling me that. um, Yeah, I'm creating something similar. Yes.
0: But it's not so that you sign up with my company or so that you advertise with my company. I created something called, I'm Dear God, please forgive me if it's not ready by the time this episode comes out. But it is kind of almost ready. It's called whypodcasts.org. And it's is the similar idea to podcast your message and awesome.midroll. But why podcast is a tool that I'm trying to give smaller podcasters so that when you have a meeting with a potential sponsor. Before that meeting, you send them to whypodcast.org and say, just so you can learn a little bit more about podcast advertising, just look this over. Here's my media kit. We'll talk on Thursday because I'm finding that people are downloading the course, which has a lot of the information I'm putting on the site, and they know it, but the sponsor doesn't know it, and so they're coming back going, well, this person said no because they don't really believe in podcast advertising, or they don't really know what it is, or I'm having a hard time explaining it, and I don't... I mean, yeah, I don't expect you guys to be media salespeople. You're a podcaster. Who knows what you do? So you're podcasting about all different things, about health and sex and beauty and love and marriage and coaching and us, tech, whatever. Ben Franklin. Right, Liz? <laughs> so like, I don't expect every podcaster to know how to sell advertising. That's something that I was trained to do a very long time ago. And so I just kind of hoped, I mean, no, I don't want to pitch your peeps. But if I created something that said, here's what a podcast is, here's different types of shows, here's what the shows can offer you, here's the audience, you know, here's all the, you know, here's the way that, um, advertisers work, here's how they're gonna be marriage, here's probably what the process is gonna be. And then you guys will know it, the sponsors will know it, and then there will eliminate all the questions and grilling that you guys are getting, I, I like to say, out there in the field that you can't answer off the top of your head or that you'll never know, like, well, how are you gonna give me tracking? I don't know. Well, what kind of benefit is there to doing that versus the magazine? Uh, I mean, it has everything on there, all the different benefits and why it's better than other mediums. It'll have everything. It does have everything, hopefully. (laughs) So I would love actually feedback on, um, if you look at it.
1: Yeah. And if you want to add some stuff, to it that you feel Tell, would really yeah. benefit for you What's guys. What's it missing now? So here, here's something that I, I found that was is, is brilliant with what Jessica's doing. Because again, we just talked about NPR selling this as their podcasts are basically taking over thirty, right. over thirty, you know, thirty three percent of the top one hundred are are these professionally created shows that have backing. And this is what they do for a living. This is their career. This is what they went to college to study kind of thing. There's the mid-rolls of the world as well, who also are basically uh, nabbing the top 8%-ers out there. That's who they're courting. So, you know, mid-roll comes after you. They come after you because you have volume, you have numbers, you have a lot of numbers because they are still only focusing in on download numbers and measuring downloads and measuring streams and measuring consumption. Whereas what we want to be kind of moving towards is moving you away from volume and numbers and how many numbers and all of this kind of stuff into how incredibly vibrant our little communities are. And in little, does not mean that you're not going to have results? It means that you're going to have a lot more, you know, to offer the people that are working with you. You can very deeply start to touch base with our people. Like when we were just talking about, uh, boss Jock. you know, just like right now we have Nicole, she, we know her, I've seen her. I know who she is. It wasn't like a surprise when I read that she's from the Gen Y lawyer you know, podcast. I, I knew I knew what she was before that. So it,
0: um, yes. I don't mean to interrupt. Yes, I'm go. just kind of thinking for awesome.midroll.com, I'm just thinking you tell me if you think this is right. So I know that it's not Libsyn and I know that Libsyn has like a, such a diverse um, group of people who host their podcasts there. For midroll though. Let's just say, okay. so they said that they did a survey of the podcast listeners and it was like 168,500 listeners. Do you think that the shows, though, that are advertising with mid-roll, do you think that the results are skewed in any way because the shows are popular or is that probably not an issue?
1: Oh, I totally think so. Like, listen, this is something that Danielle Holdman commented about, she said.
0: But like anybody could listen to Grammar Girl or, or Science Friday or Jillian Michaels, right? Like, it, it doesn't matter that they're all famous people, does it?
1: Or does it? It could. Absolutely. And see, when she mentioned on as a comment, she said the podcast, well, majority of them mentioned in this report run ads through mid-roll, I definitely yes. know that LSN, basically all the podcasts mentioned in the African-American demographics are represented by mid-roll when it comes to their ads. Yes, This is more of a snapshot of the podcasts they do business with. Yes. Not to say that this doesn't represent podcasting so like as a I, whole, but just keep in mind when looking at the stats. Yes. So
0: yeah, so if I said like if I took their stat, podcast listeners are educated. Fifty three percent of them spend one hundred and thirty two dollars a year on books and. E- First of all, that seems low. I spend at least one hundred thirteen thousand feels like on books and dollars, Yes, absolutely. Yeah, that seems Everything. low to me. Crazy. Twenty eight percent spend three hundred a year. I mean, that's closer. And yeah, half the audience have a bachelor's or higher. First of all, I think that's low. Because the other study that I found in Edison, I think it's something like 85% have some college. I'm just wondering, like, I know that these are people that only listen to mid-roll shows, but does that mean, like, I should or shouldn't quote this survey, like, as an accurate snapshot, like you said, of... Of podcast audience, is it or not? I mean, loyalty is consistent, engaged is consistent, income is pretty consistent it's cool that they got buying habits.
1: I know. I like, I'm, I'm just interested also in how, to, to understand how many people actually filled out this stuff, because it's like, do you understand how hard it is to get people That's to fill out people? surveys? 168,000. That's insane. I don't even know how that even happened. I mean, I, they're, they're I, w- I would have loved to have heard what the campaign it is that they use to get people to do that. Because I got to tell you, I, you know, we have asked our people, I have asked on my own podcast, I've been requested to ask people for even, Oh my God. So we, ran a campaign uh, for Libsyn a while ago where we were trying to get as many people for us to fill out the survey, right? So we reached out like face-to-face basically or by, via email to every single podcaster to please promote this survey because it was going to help and da 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 all this stuff, right? A dispel. And we were going to give away at that time an iPod Touch to the podcaster that got the most surveys. And we were also going to give away an iPod Touch. Who the hell to- wants an iPod? Well, that was that... Dude, this was Come in 2006. On.
0: Okay, all right. All right? Okay. Yeah.
1: So it was an iPod Touch then, and then it was an iPod Touch for um, a listener too, whoever, like it was going to be a random drawing for a listener who filled out their thing, right? Yeah. Didn't make it. A- didn't even... Nothing. Did nothing. I know.
0: We've tried to get surveys filled out. It's flipping impossible. It is some, yeah, those are popular. Sho- Again, they're popular shows. Again, and but
1: then- but I'm wait. But I'm wondering, like, what was it that they did? Is it you're going to get something? Because see, then surveys are skewed because then you're getting somebody who's really engaged with you, right? Which is fine. It would be the really engaged stuff, but it's not the person who who's going to be randomly listening to a podcast and wants nothing to do with surveys.
0: Well, you're never going to get them anyway, no matter who surveys you. Terrific. Actually, Edison calls you on the phone at home and yeah, bothers the I know. crap out of you you answer. It, those
1: people, but anyway.
0: Um, so wait, so this don't get mad because it's slightly off topic. Okay, but um, this is the second time now. So I was helping Dr. Ginger Campbell, in case those of you don't know who do the, she does the Brain Science podcast, and she gets sur- a listener demographics from Libsyn. There's a survey that they take for the premium or whatever. And I was looking at the diversity of her show, and it said Caucasian, Latino, African-American, Asian-American, Native American, other. Now, her show is Brain Science Podcast, and the majority – and I'm talking 95% of her um, audience has a master's or doctorate because it's brain science. It's not going to be doctor-listened to. Right. But I'm kind of bothered by the fact that, like, the scale doesn't have Indian people. They're other. right? They're not Native American. They're certainly not Pacific Islander. I right. mean, would they consider themselves Asian American? Because I'm pretty sure those people who are filling out the survey that say they're Asian, I know that's considered Asia. Right. But I don't think they consider themselves Asian American. I'm pretty sure that's for China, Japan, Vietnam, whatever. So what do the Indian people fill out? If you're Indian,
1: what do you fill out on a diversity question? What the I mean, this is true that now there's the other question, too, of sex, because there's For usually male or female, gender, right? And now you have to add other or something else or people transgender. or still identify
0: or... usually as one or the other, whether you're right. trans or not.
1: Well, no, you have to. No. As far as I know, I know that there has been a request specifically For... from transgender people to have transgender as okay. either not Fair male enough. or female, but to have that there. And Fair also, enough. then, whenever you're, you know, married or single, or and then there's got to be all the other in betweens. Married no longer or single?
0: Yep. What do you mean? There's not. There's not an in between.
1: Yes, there is. Divorced is still single. Well, Separated when, is single. Well, when you oh, you to, mean like polyamorous? There's well, there's polyamorous, <laughs> and there's also when you're living together, when you have a partner, when you're not married but you're with someone. Oh, balls! Right,
0: like you. Yeah. Cause you're not married. What did yeah. you put married though? You have a dual income house. You have children with him. Yeah, I know but you're not still, technically married, but it's like, but no, no, you probably wouldn't. Okay, so then there's that. You know, I'm just saying, Indian, especially for Ginger's purposes. I mean, there's right. a lot of Indian doctors out there, right? I'm not to be again. I don't mean to be stereotypical, but they have a culture similar to the Jews. They push their kids to get the doctors and the med. You know, they're doctors. And lawyers maybe, but mostly doctors. And so it's like, where, where do they check their status? The other status on her demographic was crazy high. And I was just like, well, that's obnoxious. Right. They must feel annoyed every time they yep. have to fill out a survey. I'm annoyed for them. I know. And like we've
1: had, yeah. We now should... I'm annoyed
0: for you. <laughs> Married, single, not sure. What would you, what would you ideally, I know what they should put, cohabitating.
1: That's ex- Yeah, I think that that's what they have in, oh, I forgot where I have that. But I have pulled out surveys where I'm like, oh, look, it's me. And I
0: have to say that's very overdue the cohabitating thing because that could apply to if you and your mother run a household together. That could apply to whether you and I live together unsexually and raised our children in the same household. It could have applied to gay people before they were able to get married. That could have been useful because they're not single, but they ain't married. Right. That sucks. We're idiots. What is wrong with us that we can't fix this freaking survey? So
1: anyway, there, well, there's that. Sorry, I mean, that's, that's like on. the biggest some, – some of the biggest questions about those surveys, which is absolutely understandable. And then there's also, you know, Heather Osgood, she mentioned it's great that Midroll has the money to do these surveys. No big surprises by their findings, but very appealing to advertisers. However, it feels so much like Arbitron, the rating company for radio listenership, which has been proven over and over and over to be inaccurate. I wish someone would invent software or a program that would be more accurately tracked listenership. It's amazing that in this day and age, with all the tracking technology of Internet, we can't find a better way to get solid info and numbers about who listens to podcasts. We can.
0: Google Analytics.
1: That's all we have.
0: You have to look at your own website and see who the frig is looking and you have to cookie the heck out of it so that they don't know because they're not going to take the time to answer for you unless you call them on the phone or walk door to door. Right. Because nobody cares. I mean, I try to do it all the time because I understand how important it is marketing wise, but I'm probably the only person on the planet that will sit through a marketing survey with somebody.
1: Yeah, no, it's it's very annoying to be on the phone. I got to tell you. And it has to really matter. And so anyway, yes, we hear all that stuff. And we just wanted to talk to you guys about some of the things that we can – they know that we're doing and whatnot. So
0: most of the podcasters that you asked about, awesome.midroll.com, just said, you know, on Midroll, for Midroll. All these people run ads through Midroll. It's Midroll Podcasts only. But again, I'm not sure that that makes it inaccurate because I feel like between Grammar Girl and the one by Grace Helbig, like if I'm just looking at their thing right now, like it's a pretty wide audience. It's like NBA, like people who listen to baseball, people who like comedy, people who are listening to Grammar Girl, like it's pretty diverse, even if it's even if they are just like mid-roll shows. I feel like it's pretty diverse.
1: Yeah, you know? I think that what would be really interesting is to do a breakdown of all of the different rather than combining them together, to do like a breakdown of that that same sort of demographics the or size of the sh- yeah, not necessarily per show but per genre to see if there's a difference between those. And see where they drop because what you're talking about is is true. Like I'd like to see like, you know, the diverse shows, like what their demographic is versus, let's say, the comedy shows or something like that. Is there a difference or is that the same? Can you, you know, I'm just saying that there's a possibility for people who are not being tapped by these surveys as well. And, and you know, moving forward, and I think we're going to have this conversation per the request of Liz Kovart and then the article that you sent me earlier today, I'm not going to, we're not going to talk about it today because I think it really merits uh, another owned. discussion. Yeah. But, um, you know, there's a lot of people who are putting stuff behind a paywall and then you start to think about who's really buying that content then. I mean, if we start to think about the lower classes or lower income classes, if you will, there's a lot of people who can't afford that. They're going to be watching YouTube, right? They're going to, you know, they're yeah. not going to be buying Netflix. They're not going to be buying Amazon Prime. They're not going to be buying subscriptions to Sting. And if they're going to, they're probably going to buy something like Spotify, something that's a little, you know, people want to listen to music or, right. or you know. So I think that there's, it's going to be shifting and changing and we're not really going to be able to get a very clear Sense of podcasting and what kind of power podcasting can be. Now, here's the other thing too: podcasting has very, very strongly started to move into the educational space. It always has been in the educational space, at a very in a quiet way. Like nobody was really paying attention, right? But but I've
0: seen audio. Classes on there from Harvard yeah. since the first day. Exactly. From the first day. Harvard professors are uploading their courses there yep. and you could totally get a degree from Harvard. You won't have the paper, but right. I'll be damned if you're not Harvard educated. Exactly. From totally. listening to those podcasts. I mean, yep. it's amazing that you're saying I mean it's funny that you're saying this now because I noticed that a long time ago. And I thought, man, if you had some some ambition, you could, you could do really it. Really do something with that. Yeah. Yep.
1: You could totally do it. And so it reminds me of suits. Have you watched that show? I started watching it, but I haven't. I, really.
0: heard, I know of it, but no, I don't But anyway, it.
1: like it seems like the kid who's in suits, like the whole premise is that he, you know, he is not a lawyer, but he's con- he hasn't played one on TV. Ha ha. But he's, Ha-ha! <laughs> he's done a lot of research. Like he's just really super hyper smart. He's a, kind of like a hustler, but he really is hyper smart. So he, know- he basically could pass the bar exam or, and it has helped other people pass the bar, but he's never gone to school and he ends up kind of being hired at the firm as a lawyer when he's not a lawyer and that's like the whole premise so i think that yeah he probably has been listening to podcasts about yeah law so but yeah that was our that's been our conversation about this stuff and we'd love to hear what you guys have to say about this kind of stuff and and you know there was a lot of comments also about the color yellow of (laughs) course it was so funny yeah it was hard to read it was really hard to read especially those graphs i was like what is that pie what and it was in that diversity one and i was like the diversity has no diversity the graph on diversity has no diversity it's all yellow and lighter yellow and more yellow and darker yellow yeah so not helpful no 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 not at all
0: what happened
1: something happened with our windbag wednesday didn't happen i know it didn't happen everybody's like sorry guys it's all right guys we still love windbag wednesday and now you just gave away that we're recording this on a Wednesday. But that's The right. secret's out. I'm sorry. The secret is out.
0: Did you guys not know that we recorded it like Monday at 4 a.m. so that you would have it at 6 a.m.?
1: Yeah, no, that would be if I know. I'm sorry. If I gave that away, I'm sorry. That's <laughs> okay. I'm just being
0: dorky. All <laughs> no, right, but what the hell could have happened? Anyway, sorry, guys.
1: I'll... But uh, we're it's time to, for us to wrap up anyway. So, yes, do give us some feedback about all kinds of fun stuff that you guys. Saw.
0: Give us feedback about what you think about Midroll and Why Podcast and the other one which is podcastyourmessage.org. Please give us
1: feedback on the your other thing. thing. You you want feedback on your thing, on your on your Why Podcast. podcast. Yeah, why yeah, Why Podcast. Yeah, Why Podcast. So you guys, if you can do one thing, maybe don't do all of it, but if you want to go to whypodcast.com, check out what Jessica's been or, working dot for. Or, dot org. Dot org, Sorry, Podcast.org. Okay. Check out what she's been working on. This is really aimed more towards like Us, Right. Most of you guys that are listening rather than the big guns out there that have the hundred thousand downloads who are being recruited all the time. This is really for us to be able to sell advertising on our smaller podcasts so that we can really show the benefits. So if you read it and you're like, oh, I wish it had this information or my, you know, the person that I pitched had this dissent or had this like, oh, I don't know about that because of X. Tell us about it. Maybe we can address that there. And Jessica has been doing a fantastic job uh, on that. So why Org, mm-hmm. and you can go ahead and, and give us feedback on that.
0: Yes. Yay. Thank you. And then also please follow us on Twitter. Sh- Twitter.com forward slash she podcast. Our Facebook page sad and lonely. And we really want to put some fun stuff on there. Facebook.com forward slash she podcast. Our group. Facebook. dot com forward slash group forward slash she podcast, our website ShePodcast.com. dot <laughs> com, and you can email us at feedback feed feedback feedpodcast at sheback. dot
1: com. <laughs> oh my god, that was hilarious. Fe- feedback at shepodcast. dot com. Yes, that was. I don't even know what language that was, but that I was really exciting. Po- I said fee
0: podcast at sheback.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that was the weirdest thing
0: I ever did. Probably.
1: Sorry. Yes, it's almost as good as. What was it? Jess. No, what was it? Jelsey and S. Jelsey and S. (laughs) I want to roll, people. Yeah, baby. All right. So um, we will be chatting with you guys soon. Bye bye. Love you. Mean it. Yay.